You're listening to Garbage Hill, one of its first podcast network, garbagehillnetwork.com. Hey everybody, I'm uh, Sean Allen. I'm Rod Slaughter, we're Duotang. And you're listening to Witch Police Radio. I'm your regular host Sam, and I'm in a, I guess, a jam space in downtown Winnipeg with both members of uh, Winnipeg's own Duotang. So I think the best way to do this, maybe, uh, there's only two of you, so it makes it easy. But uh, so people can put a name to the voice, just maybe name an instrument, and then we can okay. go from there. So I'm Rod. I play bass and sing. And I'm Sean. I play drums. 
Okay. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can be a lot harder with larger bands, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, thanks for having me, first of all. I mean, I'm oh, uh, thank you. happy to, to be here, and uh, I'm glad to hear you guys are a band again. I mean, uh, I think that maybe most people listening to this, uh, well, for me anyway, I mean, I first heard you uh, when your second album came out. Right. I was a teenager then, like, yeah, and yeah. it was kind of, you know, that's when I was really getting into music, so yeah. that is sort of the record of yours that I'm most familiar with and I kind of enjoyed the most. Awesome, but, uh, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, I did go back and get the first one, and then, you know, and yeah, so yeah. on. But I mean, yeah, that was kind of where I placed you on the timeline, I guess. Right. And I imagine a lot of people listening probably have the same kind of, you know, late 90s, very early 2000s yep. sort of view of who you are. But it's 2016, you guys are a thing right now, so maybe that's a good place to start sure. is, uh, you know, what's happening right now in 2016? Well, we, uh, we stopped playing in 2003, I guess it was. Okay. Two or three. Um, we had our third album come out. We did a tour with the English Beat across Canada. Uh, but we just hit a point where it was like, you know, we wanted to try different stuff. And yeah. It wasn't, it was a little, uh, it felt a little handcuffed to be in this, this sort of uh, feel. So I went off to a band called Novelero and, uh, and we, we stopped. And I, I don't know if Sean felt the same way, but I've always never been a fan of the reuniting of bands and yeah. stuff. And I thought, yeah. you know, once it's done, it's done. So fast forward to uh, about a year ago and, and Mint, Randy from Mint had suggested we should come out for a reunion. Okay. And one thing he said made us, or at least for me, yeah. made it feel a little different. I he know said, what he's going to say. <laughs> you guys were, you were never really in in the 90s. Like, you sounded different then. And for that yeah. reason, you'll you'll always be who you are. It's not like it sounds dated at all. Right, it's not like you were fit into some kind of weird temporary subgenre that, that yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And yeah. when he said that I started thinking about it. I thought, yeah. And so, you know, we thought, okay, let's do the show and we started playing the old songs for the first time in years yeah. and, and it did feel kind of um, in a way kind of fresh and it didn't fresh. feel dated at all. So that was just a one off though, the idea yeah, was the, the mint show and then and then we thought, okay, well that went pretty well. It was always like one week at a time, baby yeah, yeah, steps. Yeah. Well, maybe let's do one in Winnipeg, and then that was a ton of fun. And then, and it, and it was perfect timing too, with, with with just the way things work out, because our friend Cam Lepke and uh, and Co-op and all those guys and Honeycut were and Abby were opening up the Goodwill, right, right? Right. And so it was perfect timing for we went in November. That's when they opened up the club. It was like so for us to play, yeah, the Goodwill in Winnipeg with, that our friends owned. You know, it was like. All these years after the fact, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's yeah. The, they were the ones who approached us. Like okay. this guy Abby um, was the one, and was, you guys got to play a show. Sorry to cut you off, but yeah, no, that's so it was per- it was it was perfect timing. Yeah. Right. So go on, go on. Uh, so yeah, it was, and that was fun. And then we ended up doing Sled Island a little while later. Okay. Jazz, uh, the jazz fest, and yeah. it was always kind of like one at a time, you know, a couple of weeks or a couple of months apart. And then we thought, you know, for playing these shows, maybe let's try working on a few new songs. And okay. they just fit seamlessly in with the old stuff. Oh, cool. So all of a sudden we thought, what the hell? We, uh, we'll try recording a couple. And that turned out way better than we thought. So it's been like one step at a time. Like incremental. Yeah, yeah, yeah leading yeah. us to where we are now, which is it looks like we're going to actually put out an album yeah. in the fall. Cool. It was, ba- it's, it was like baby steps, too, because Rod had been playing all this time, right? Yeah. And I, I hadn't played at all. Like that's I played with Duotang. Well, I was in bands before Duotang, right. but... After that, I thought, you know Didn't what? Did you have a stint in jail there for a while? <laughs> 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 it's only the two trips. <laughs> I did. I, I guess for excitement, I did the mod club with Aaron. Like right. We started right. up the mod. So that kept me somewhat in the music scene, but right. I wasn't playing. So when we started, he was bringing in these songs, and he was they, like, I, I loved them, and he was excited about them, but he hadn't, he hadn't remembered that, okay, you've been playing all this time. Yeah. It's like, he, and he was bringing in so many ideas at once that it was like, it was like, okay, let, let's just take two or three songs right now, and, <laughs> and, and and you know, let's work on this because he was bringing in like 
every night I got another oh, cool. two or three ideas. I got another. It was like, you know, so we'd work on them for like half an hour, and it was tough at, for me at the start to to get the groove. And yeah, get yeah, the, yeah. But then, yeah, after this, like, guess muscle memory kicks in after a little while. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and but then after that, it just clicked, and then I saw the smile on his face, and was, and I had a smile on my face, and it was. Yeah, there was one song in particular that I brought in, and it's nothing fancy on the song part. But then Sean started playing his drum part, and I just thought that's not at all what I expected, and it's friggin' awesome. Oh, cool! And that was like a big—that was a big baby step that week. Yeah, yeah, something new. And that's the thing too. Like I think even like with what Randy said about not sounding like anybody then. I think now with these new recordings, um, it, it sounds like us. Yeah, but it's. It's it's like seems like it's grown. We've matured and not not like in a in a like a like a what's what's the word I'm looking for like a pop adult kind of feel. Right, 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 right. Right. It went the other way. Yeah, it did. Well, that's exactly it. It went. And we're we're trying different things now, and we're we're not, we're not we're not yeah we're not trying to sound like the old duo tang. It does sound like that, but it's it's yeah. It sounds a lot. It sounds fresh, and I'm just really excited about it. Really excited about it, and everybody. It's weird too, because when we did some of the shows at Sled Island, and then we did a festival in Edmonton, you forget that, like, I mean, you know, we want our old fans to come to our shows, but of yeah. course we want new fans who are into music, right? Yeah, like, for sure. I mean, and um, well, I guess you've been you've been gone long enough that there's probably a whole generation of people who haven't heard you. No, well, that's exactly yeah, it, it's, it's, and that's what's starting to make us happy is like loving, you know, people coming to our shows and knowing the old songs, but seems like the new songs are getting more attention now oh, cool. and I remember talking to this kid I was like well, he came to Edmonton after the Calgary show because it was the next day and I was like oh but what did you think of the new songs he's like man they're all new to me because I, <laughs> I don't know who you guys are right I saw right. you last night you know and so I came to check out that's this cool. show yeah. yeah so that's that's starting to make us happy too that you know that we're actually getting a few new fans yeah hopefully we can get a few more and uh, and then really really do some some stuff with this album when I'm focused on the fault line And I feel I've been preoccupied Thinking more about the shoot of beams As opposed to what could be Then I'll turn all my attention Onto my record collection For the songs that bring me peace of mind And a feeling that it's all fine When I need some inspiration
Is uh, are the old albums still in print? Like, are they still yeah. out there? They're still blowing around. Well, they're on like iTunes. Oh yeah, and right. Yeah, stuff they, like they, that. They, right? They now digital. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. exactly. I think, think Mint still things. has probably a box or two of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, they could probably sell some if they. I don't know about that actually because I think I've tried to get some because you you just I we we had so many that I was just like you know to friends after oh yeah I have one have right one. right then I re- I had to call Mint because I had I had a kid I didn't know that part that's where all the freaking money <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then I called because I had a kid. I was like, you know, I kind of want my kid to have my. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any. You know what I mean? And so I had to call them to get to get give me oh, some wow. to uh, so I can put them away to keep the physical copies for. Yeah, 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 yeah. So is this uh, like? Have you already started recording this? Is this already or is it just written? We've, uh, we've recorded the first few songs. Yeah. And we go into the studio hopefully in um, April. Oh, cool. To finish it off. And so it's pretty soon. You're yeah, like yeah, yeah. Imminent. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. We're practicing for the show because we haven't done a set in a while. Right. And then trying to get the new songs ready for the studio. And uh, it's, it's a little hectic. If, if we stop, we might think about it and change our minds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So is, this, is it going to be a full-time thing? I mean, it's going to be an ongoing sort of uh, like, like it was before? Or well, well, so, no, not, not like before. I mean, when we used to play, we were on the road all a the third time. of the year. Yeah, like, yeah. We played all the we time. We played a lot. And uh, there's no way we could do that now, both yeah. with like, the lives that we have and also just... Physically, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, we went when we went to Sled Island for we were there for a few days. It's like, can you imagine doing this for a month, man? Like, every, like no. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, like I mean, if there is a game plan, right? Like for the next year, right? For, for the album to come out to tour, maybe do a single and then hit up festivals next cool. spring and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it just goes well, yeah, because yeah, I, I, we're aiming for a fall release, right? Right. So. Yeah, and that's with Mint again, I guess. So it's, uh, nope. Nope. nope, no, 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 no. It's, no, it's uh, I don't. Should we? Well, we can't really say no, until it's, cool, it's all official. But, but it's, it's, it's someone the, else. The yeah. other side of the country. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But but they're people we've known for a long time, and uh, so it just seemed seemed to fit. And they they're still doing a lot, and um, yeah. So this this seems to fit. We're still friends with everybody at Mint. But yeah. It just this seemed to work out better. It, with everybody's plans and the timing, yeah. cool. So yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like um, nowadays, like I mean, nowadays it sounds ridiculous just talking about, but I mean, the way that being a two-piece band back when you were a two-piece band, that was not all that no. common. Now, I mean, it's maybe different instrumentation you see a lot, but yeah. two-piece bands are everywhere. It seems yeah. like it's a, like you were maybe a few decades too late or something. And well, and the, and the thing is that. Every time you see a new one come out, it's always like, well, they, they do it better than we do, and that band does it better than they did, and, <laughs> right. and it goes on and on and on. But I don't know, you, you just kind of forget about that. You just yeah. figure, this is what we do, and can't worry too much about it. I think that, you know, see, that's the thing. I think that we got away with a lot of stuff because, I mean, there were a couple of two piece bands out, but we were a two piece band that thought we were a four piece. Right. I mean, we, we, we played, you know, Beatles covers. If a four piece would get up, on stage and trying to do strawberry fields they'd be booed on you know like yeah yeah, well, yeah. What are they, this sounds like crap you know just because right. but if two guys get up there with these and, try, and try to do strawberry fields it's like people are more likely to applaud it's like yeah. okay well they e, didn't e for effort yeah exactly exactly <laughs> or i guess they want to see what you do with it right like yeah. How are you gonna, yeah, yeah. yeah but it's just like you know the balls that they have to do it or you're not <laughs> expecting much from it anyway so right. it's like you know that's i think the best compliment we ever got one of them was from Bobby from the Gruesomes because we were always lumped in in the mod scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, we were we were part of it, but we weren't like we never thought of her. I mean, when we first started, we had songs called 
like we would just name like we thought they sounded like other bands right and they were like ween sebado and which are not mod no bands no no yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no yeah. not at all and and um so the best comment he gave us was like you guys are really mod because you're not right you know you're not one of those bands that are going on stage like i think if a four-piece band you know there's bands i like that did this though that kind of fit into that clique where we're a mods band we're a surf rock band yeah where, you know and, and they sounded like that well with bass and drums even when we tried to sound like that with the ba 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 bas yeah. it didn't come off sounding like that. Right, right. It came so, off sounding, so. And I guess if you had been so, sort of stuck in that mod thing, it may not have worked as well coming back. That's right, yeah. Exactly. No, exactly. And there were times when... No, that's like, a good point, actually. Yeah, and, and there were times that we... Like, when we were traveling Europe, I remember, we really got put into that kind of mod garage thing. Yeah. And it started to affect how we were approaching songs. Yeah. And that's, I think, when we both started realizing, like, now we're trying to sound like something, right. and this isn't good. Right, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay, well, when back, I mean, that's 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 now, uh, and we'll before the end of this, we'll plug your show. It's coming up. Yeah, okay, cool, but, yeah. um, Going back to when you started, I mean, how did I, I know you were both in bands before, but how did you? Uh, I guess how did you become a band, and how did you decide on just being a two piece? Well, we didn't really decide on that. So nobody else wanted to play with us. But we uh, like we were friends, and we shared a warehouse together, and we okay. would get together. And I th- I remember the first night uh, we were just hanging out, drinking, the and, flashing light. And, yeah, and. You know, I thought he was a tolerable fellow, rather humorous <laughs> if I had enough drinks. And then he mentioned Galaxy 500, one of right. my favorite bands as well. And yeah. I thought, you're all right. This is good. And <laughs> we just started jamming. And that oh, was cool. the moment when, and then I had already kind of, I did a, a basement show at, uh, I don't know if you remember the Red Fisher House that was on. No, I was McMillan. a bit too young. I knew of it. Yeah. I mean, I'd heard of like stories of it and stuff, but Legendary I was, uh, yeah. Place. First shows I went to were like 95 or something. Okay. So I was like, oh, okay. just yeah. coming up to all ages shows then. So Yeah. Yeah. And I, there was just a basement show thing, and I, I played that, and Sean was there. And then uh, he said, hey, I'll play along with you at the next show. And well, because we had been work. talking about it for a while. Like, I mean, we had... But we, had, we thought there would be other people. In yeah, we thought there would be other people, <laughs> but I remember there were a couple of, like, we used to have a warehouse together, like you said, but we'd throw these parties. Yeah. And I remember one night, we stayed till like, we left the warehouse, and it was light out. Cause, and we had this, you know, remember the, the the flashing lights they used to have on street signs or whatever, the yeah. orange? That's all that was going in the warehouse. And we were doing old Beatles songs and Galaxy 500 and, like, I remember Velvet Underground. Oh, cool. and, and so, uh, yeah, so it started that way. But then we did the Red Fisher party and, and I, I think, yeah, it's just, we didn't we didn't think much of it. We was just, we liked the way it sounded and yeah. it was like, oh, well, this is what it is and you know, yeah, we, we never never put too much, more people thought, of, I think other people thought more about it than we did, right? People are already asking where the guitar player is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And things happened, it was kind of the same thing, it was always every week, well, let's see what happens this week, and things happened really fast back then, like, yeah. uh, we just did a crappy cassette tape, and yeah. almost as a joke, sent it into um, CMW. Okay. And, you know, no one knew who we were or anything, but uh, one morning I got a phone call from iMagazine. And they picked us as the buzz band of the festival. Oh, cool. Are you kidding? Like off, off that thing we recorded. Yeah, yeah. I think it cost us twenty five dollars. Yeah, yeah. We even we that. did a Beatles cover on it too. Remember with the yeah. with the applause at the end from the, the Beatles live at the Hollywood Bowl? Because with a love like that, you know you should. And then it goes into the recording. <laughs> it, was it was just yeah. a song called Three AM with just our voices looped and oh, cool. it like slowed down with a like it was completely different. Yeah. But yeah, we we got that and then. Uh, we played a show with the Smugglers, and they all came down and taught. And then Grant worked with Mint and right. wanted us to send them a tape. And I mean, we it was, I, forget, I just thinking back on it, it was all because of that one article. 
like I remember calling just thinking this is how it was I remember calling a woman from Warner or something or that Bonnie Federer would say hi this is uh, can I speak to Bonnie this is Sean Allen from Dotang you know thinking that's yeah. what you did and sh- they would accept our calls so yeah well, we're coming to CMW <laughs> it's like can you come to our show <laughs> okay and uh, and they did that's cool yeah yeah and the cool thing that well, I don't know if it's cool but I found out later there was interest from a few labels but Yvette from Mint she was a uh, she was our publicist. Min had told her, we hadn't signed with them yet, but they had told her to start, because she knew all these people, to telling everybody that we had already signed with them. <laughs> and that's the way we would have went anyways, because yeah. we got advice from people who were on indie labels, like Sonic Onion was out right, back right. and stuff. And um, Oh, we loved, uh, like Mint was yeah. cool label. But Mint was, was cool, that, yeah. that's what we wanted. Like, yeah. I mean, because it was right around the time Sloan too started Murder, right? Right. How they got jerked around by Geffen and then started, yeah, like murder. And well, that's when I think people were starting to realize we can do this on our own. Yeah. I feel like Mint like was one of those labels where, I mean, I think I actually heard of you guys not because you're a local band. Because but through we a, a Mint something or other. Yeah. I don't know if it was like a, you know, a catalog in, in another album I bought or something. Was yeah, like, Who's yeah. this? And that's how I kind of missed that where you'd buy a record and there'd be, you know. A list of other things you get those cheap like three dollar exactly. compilations yeah, so that's how you discover everything exactly well I, I remember the first year i guess being on mint touring and i would say at shows like buy mint it was yeah. it was it was a it was Wasn't one a slogan, slogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and i would be on stage and i'd say buy mint like yeah. We were proud to be with Mint. We were the first band that wasn't from Vancouver, I think, that was on Mint. Oh, cool. So, I mean, yeah, Bill, when he came and flew out to, when we signed the deal, he was like, I feel so decadent. <laughs> like, <laughs> flying out to sign a band. Yeah, we yeah. felt like, you know. So, um, yeah, I have really fond memories of that time. Yeah.
because it's such a stripped down lineup, there's only two people, did you have to change drastically the way you played bass compared to b- previous projects? Or No, not really. Uh, I mean, it always had that. I've always been a fan of like Jordan Peter Hook. and Peter Yeah, Hunt, yeah, yeah. So it always had that kind of sound. But, I mean, you, you listen to, as I said before, there's a lot of bands who do this now, and they're much better. Like, their sound is massive. Yeah. they got four or five amps, got tons of effects and overdubs and all this stuff. And that's probably the right way to do it. <laughs> but um, I always kind of like just the... Two or three strings at a time, really yeah. minimal sound. You yeah. add in a distortion pedal and maybe a couple other things, and that's it. Yeah, well, it works. It gets I mean, boring after a bit, but it works for the first few songs anyway. <laughs> and then I guess it's the the same question as far as drums go. Did you? I mean, did you feel the need to fill in more yeah. than you would have been doing otherwise to, to kind yeah, of flesh for, out? For me, I actually I did. I remember there was a person in Winnipeg that used to say, "You, you too many cymbals," <laughs> and then he started getting on me too. And I would think about it, but it was like. Um, Maybe it's just the way I, I play, too, is, like, I wouldn't follow the bass. I followed more of the vocals and stuff okay. like that. And I had to fill, like, things in with little accents, I found, right? Because just to, to add, or it would just be me following the freaking bass right, constantly, right. you know what I mean? So I had to do a psh, psh. I mean, it got kind of repetitive at times, I think. It's a lot different now. Okay. Um, in what way? Like, how has it, uh, it changed? I more, think more minimal. I think. It's more minimal. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It's well. At the start, I was more minimal, and then, like he said, when we got more into the bapa and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but now I'm playing more minimal, and I'm not trying to. You know, it's the story from uh, the the movie Colors. Robert um, Duvall and Sean Penn. He's like, right. they tell that story about the bull. Hey, Dad, let's go down and have sex with all the cows. No, let's let's or let's run down and have sex with all the cows. No, let's walk down. And have sex with them all or something, right. you know, instead of the one. It's it's like not trying to impress. And no, no, it's, <laughs> interesting <laughs> analogy. <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's it's like I'm not trying to sh- do too much, be flashy, right. try to make it sound like you know what I mean. Now it's like I'm just laying back, okay. and I'm getting a better result from it. Okay. Right? Okay. Like I'm, I mean, I, I think my I think I've changed a lot in my drumming style. There's still the the roles and everything and, and the accents, but yeah, I think a lot of just I think. What's coming in? What Rod's bringing in is changed too. This, I don't know. You, you, you can speak on that. Uh, yeah, it's just there's there's no thought to it because we have. I mean, if two people like us now, that we're totally happy. We have nothing to prove, yeah. nothing to nothing to worry about. Right. So, I mean, it feels a little. It's it's just like um, a little more natural. Like the the songs aren't pushed in any way from anything else, and I like that. Yeah. It's refreshing. Is that just because there's no pressure because you've already done what you did and this is just kind of another yeah, chance it's, to... Yeah, it's just for fun. And like I said, there was a point starting in the second album a bit, and especially the third one, where we felt like we're, we are becoming this band. People think we're this band, so we should write like that right. people expect us to write. And uh, and now, you know, it's, this is kind of the, the songs that I always... If I imagined Duotang, like yeah. what our sound was, it's not necessarily what we were. Okay. I have a you know, slightly different sort of imagination of it. And this is actually closer to what I always imagined it as. Cool. If that makes sense. Yeah, that, I, that totally makes sense. And I agree. That's, this is... Like, I thought we were going to be like Ween or something. Right. Or like, a, we're like, just like really weird and out there. And because of, I think, uh, the five... Well, can you remember the song Five Years? I hated Ween. we did? <laughs> and yeah, but the, the 3 a.m.? Just quirky, you mean? Like Quirk, not not quirky, but like, just like more. Like I know uh, what you mean. I just uh, yeah, avant garde. <laughs> not a, it's just more just not stuck in pop songs. As right. As, yeah. yeah, doing writing pop songs, and we still do the 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 band name 
thing for when we don't have a song title yet. Oh, just so who it's influenced by kind of thing? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, even today, our, the Frank, who was playing sax and keyboard with us, called, well, is, is the Bob, I'm not going to say the band name, well, well, I don't care, the Spoon song? Okay. So it's, 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 spoon? Yeah, yeah, it's like, well, who knows if it sounds like Spoon, but we thought it. Right, right. And, uh, yeah, it has a title now. So what do you, I mean, what what did you, if someone asked you what you, what you kind of music did you play? I mean, obviously the mod thing is kind of what you got stuck in. People yeah. decided it was, but did you have any way of de- defining it? Like, what did you call it? Uh, no, we didn't. And that's what I liked about it. And that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when we started, there was no preconception about what we were trying to or what we sounded like. And that was when it was the freshest, right? At the right, beginning. right. Um, other people would say, and actually looking back, I thought it was probably the best description. They'd say it's like Joy Division meets the Jam. Okay, and yeah. actually, those are two of our biggest influences okay. in a way, so it kind of made sense. Um, so I guess there's this combination of, yeah, there's like a mod 60s thing, but also we both also love it. And I mean, of, I think the suits had a lot to do with it, too. Yeah, just the, the visual like, kind of Because like, yeah. musically, I think we probably liked more stuff from like the 79 period. Okay. And, yeah. You know, like post-punk sort of... Uh, post-punk yeah. or even, you know, The Cure and New even way. Depeche Mode. I always right. loved yeah, Depeche yeah. Mode. Right. Just kind of everything, but not typically what people always thought we were supposed to say. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, did, did you, like, were you marketed as, as a mod thing? I mean, did that kind no, of... No, no. Just people have decided to call you that? Yeah, and like you said, probably the suits were the main. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's certainly, I mean, you did, we didn't put it this way. We did a lot. We were lucky that we did a lot of press. And, of course... It, there was always a reference to the mod yeah. thing in every article, every interview. Every it, it, there just was right. So I mean, we, we would talk about it, and I guess Mint Mint did push it somewhat. They started to later because it was kind of like a thing that started evolving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I, when we were talking about describing your music, what was going through my head was, you know, I think we're doing all right when you've been in a band for as long as we were. And then now we're doing it again. And when someone asks you, what kind of music do you play? And you don't have any yeah. idea yeah, yeah, how to yeah. answer. Yeah, yeah that's kind of cool. I think yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, it is, you it know is, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I don't know how to answer yeah. that. And we've been around for a long time. Yeah. So well, I think I, we're doing all right that way. I remember, I mean, some of those articles you're talking about, I remember reading that. Like when I first, again, I first heard you on the second album. Yeah. And uh, I remember afterwards reading some reviews after I'd already heard it and seeing all these mod references. And it didn't. Seemed to me like that was what it was. And I was kind of, you know, maybe I, did, I mean, maybe I just didn't know enough about what mod music was supposed to be. Right. But like yeah. at the time as a teenager, I was like, this doesn't sound like, I don't know, like it sounded, uh, I mean, some of it sounded more punk, just kind yeah. of, uh, I don't know if, not yeah. like, you know, exactly like punk the genre, but yeah. maybe kind of attitude wise. And maybe because it was pop a two, punky, like, yeah. Yeah, and because it was stripped down too with the two, only two members, just kind of a punk attitude, I suppose. And right. then uh, yeah. a lot of it sounded a lot darker, maybe, than what I thought. Yes, um, I think that's the exactly stuff it. Was. Like, yeah, yeah, you've hit it on the head, man. That's exactly I appreciate that. That's. And, and don't get us wrong, I mean, I love mod music. Yeah. It's been part of my life since I've been young, but it really can be pretty restrictive. I yeah. Mean, if you're always writing, you know, Super another upbeat, version yeah. of a soul song that's already been covered three yeah. times by bands. And but that, but see, that's that's what I was talking about earlier with the bands that would go out and specifically, you know, gear themselves towards that kind of style of music or promote themselves that way. But I mean, like, you bring up Cons and the Pros. I mean, there's GQBC on there, which is definitely a hats off to some some style of mod music and yeah. right but then there's songs like leave well enough alone that doesn't sound anything right. like right. you know or the punk and the godson which is more jammy punk yeah 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 it's like well, i think we just took all of our all of our kind of influences tried to do it and then it just came out sounding like duo bang because <laughs> there's yeah two yeah. of us right so 
Yeah, when you think about who the like typical mod bands were, I mean, the Who weren't a mod band, right? No, the mod just... was supposed to be all about soul and and modern jazz and stuff, and then the Who were, you know, this crazy pop art, yeah. noisy, almost like Sonic Youth for the time. Yeah, totally. Well, with all and, the trashing of guitars and yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. Like things, yeah. And they became known as as mod, and, and maybe that's really what mod is. It's always supposed to be something different. It's always supposed to be. Going in different the jam. I mean, yeah. the jam sounded mod sometimes. The first album actually sounds more like Doctor Feelgood or something, right, which right. I love too. Yeah. But and then they sound like uh, Elvis Costello pop, and then they sound a little bit kind of like Joy Division, and they're always changing. So then they do a bluesy song as well, like a song yeah. song that sounds yeah. like yeah. Well, I find that mod as a genre is very. Uh, I don't. I mean, I I know what it means, but I don't really know what it means. No, I, mean, I don't either. You put it on like a mod radio show, and I'll hear one song and be like, "This is, this is a soul song. I love it." You know, and yeah. then the next song is like some pop thing that like I can't stand. Yeah, and yeah. it's like it seems like such a vague. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. What no, it me too. I mean, as much as I love the scene, I've always liked it. If I sit down and try and think about what it is, it's like my brain just. It's like trying to think of what, you know, where does the universe end? Your yeah. brain just shuts down. Yeah. Well, it's a genre that's named after being modern but it's retro and it's supposed to be rebellious but it's conforming and it's yeah. supposed to be this and it's, but, uh, but, it's, I, but you know what but the funny thing about that is too I remember getting into a, a conversation with someone at the mod club and it was like I played the cardigans it was the first album they are like this isn't mod or whatever it was like well, everybody I know who wore Fred Perry's in Toronto right. <laughs> the cardigans, yeah. loved the cardigans yeah. Yeah, but, but it's not right he was yeah. right yeah. but but so was I. Because it's know? like yeah. 90s Swedish pop or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But but everybody I knew who wore Fred Perry loved the freaking yeah. Cardigans first album. So yeah. it's like, is that mod or is it not? It's, that's right now. We're just proving the point. Yeah. Who knows what the hell it is.
think that people now, I mean, like, you know, back to what you were saying before about uh, you're kind of opening up to new audiences who maybe haven't heard your other stuff. Yeah. Do you think that they have a frame of reference for what mod is? Is that still kind of actively a scene? And I mean, I know no. the mod club was a regular kind of a fixture yeah. in Winnipeg for a long time, but yeah. is that, I mean... No, I, I mean, you know what? I, I don't even think... I mean, I think we've we've had some press and stuff like that, but I just don't... I don't even think the kids really care or know what mod is, and they're yeah. just looking at us like we're two old guys on stage. <laughs> right? it's, it's funny because Winnipeg has, to me, some of the truest. If, if I was to try and sit back and think what mod is, there's some of the truest mod people that I've known in Canada. Yeah. I think we've known everybody in the mod team in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. But you've got people here like Penny Lane, totally, and yeah. Mod Marty, and, and his wife Catherine, and uh, a few other folks who are like it's their passion. Yeah, they're diehards about it. Eh? Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of nice yeah. to see that, regardless of what's in or not. Yeah, that's their passion. Yeah, for sure. And that's the th I think that's what I loved so much about the first album, like touring and stuff like that. Because when we did that, mod like there, there was no mod clubs. There was like this guy we knew, Davey Love at blow, blow. He started Blow Up, and I remember go man going to what the it was some Lions something it was called, and listening to like Green Onions like right, down, yeah, down, yeah. And everybody was dressed in suits or for, or like and the girls were dressed like. It's like something you'd watch in Quadrophenia. Right. I just thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Like, because there were no Brit pop nights right. up to that point in Winnipeg or, you know, it was like, it started, it seems like as we evolved, that kind of evolved as well because then there did start up Brit pop nights in Winnipeg and in Vancouver. And, like, I remember going to Vancouver. Actually, no, there was one in Vancouver. Yeah, because it was associated with the scooter scene and in. They were playing Live Forever by Oasis, and it was called The Red Room. I thought, this is the best. <laughs> you know, I'd had a few, right? And I was like, feeling no pain. I was like, it's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. I'm like, So, I don't know. I, I think it was a really exciting time, but now, I, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't even, I, I don't think of us as a mod, man. I don't know if I even want to be associated. It's, it, it, we, it's very different. There, there's, these, there's poppy songs on this album, but. Yeah. There's well, a, it's a, like you said, there's a lot. I think there's a lot of darkness on this album too, dark feeling and. Um, well, I don't want to dwell on the mod thing either. It's just that it gets. I mean, uh, you know, every it was time a big part. No, of you're right. It was a big part. Of and it. every time I do one of these shows, I look up everything I can possibly find on whoever I'm interviewing that night. And, and like, that's a mod, mod every mod. single time. And that's, it, that's yeah. Right. And so I mean, it's got to. <laughs> We're, we're fair, fair weather at best. I mean, six months in jail, he comes out liking Motorhead. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> so and then okay, the case. The, what I was just saying, I mean, I saw the word mod come up a million times in every article. Yeah. And then uh, when I, you know, look back on some reviews of your third album, uh, which I guess is the last one to date, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of the reviews kept talking about how it was heavier. Yeah. It seemed like a kind of a con really? common, yeah. common thread through a lot of reviews. Hmm. I don't know, I mean, I don't know if you guys feel that it was, or... I think that, I think that, I think the content was, um, I mean, there were a few production things that we wish could have been better. Um... But I think the content, the song, I think it's weird because Cons and the Pros is our best sounding album. I think he, our third album is our, our best lyrics. Okay. And, and musically, I, I can see where it was evolving. I know he has a difference of opinion with that. Well, I, like, uh, I, I think it was our fault too because that was a stage where we didn't know where we were going. I yeah. Think okay. Then we were kind of being pulled in different directions, I mean, by ourselves. Right. Of yeah. who we were and what we wanted to sound like, and that when I think of that album, that's what I hear. Like the second yeah. album was a cohesive album. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And that's 
that's us. That's great. Yeah. The third one was kind of going in different directions, and I think that affected the production. Okay, I, I I agree. I agree with that. But but yet some of my favorite songs are off the third album, and they're songs that like you wouldn't think like uh, um, the the rate the slow one dissatisfaction. What's it? What's balance. It? Yeah, balance. Uh, that one like kind of weirder sounding, kind of slower things. Yeah, yeah. And, and br the bright side, the, the, the title track, like stuff like that, I, I really liked. And that's not even close to being in the mod vein. Yeah, or, for sure. Yeah. Or, I don't know. So that's but. interesting. I, I haven't seen any articles on that album in a long time, but yeah, just I was looking this morning, this afternoon, and uh, heavy, heavy came up a bunch of times. So yeah, huh, that's interesting. But there's never any context for what was heavy about it. But it's yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, like heavier. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, is is recording? I mean, since you're kind of in, you know, you're doing you're doing this now for the new one. Is re how different is recording than just like what you're doing, just jamming here with the two of you? Because I mean, a lot of uh, I feel like a lot of your songs have kind of moments where there would be an obvious spot for someone like a horn or something to come in, and you know, it's so it's obviously gonna be different when you're doing it to the two of you than if yeah. you're you know at a live show bringing on a, a trumpet player, or sax player, or whatever, right. or if you're adding something onto a record. Is I mean, is there a very different process for sitting down and recording the songs than there is for just jamming on them? Uh, no, not really. We a, a lot of musicians I know, work, like they write to record, right. and then they learn how to play them live after. Okay, and we've always been the opposite. It's always about practicing to play live. And then when we record, just try and get that the best we can. And you add okay. some things for texture. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the sonics aren't the same as a live room. The frequency's booming, so you want to fill things out a bit. But we try and keep it as uh, as much like this as we can. Okay. And, uh, like, Cam has been with us from the beginning, and Cam is one of the best producers in Canada. Yeah. He can capture that brilliantly. Okay. Unfortunately, timing-wise, it didn't work out this time to work with Cam, so we're working with his partner, Sean Dealey, or okay. his ex-partner, sorry, who also is... Uh, fantastically talented at that okay. and it was great going in the studio with them and uh, we just played live off that's the awesome floor. yeah that's awesome but there but you but the, you seem to skip over so we've always had a difference of opinion about it not not always like I agree that's how we that's how we approach everything but then he went and did Novolero yeah four five guys and then added a million things to it I always I always wanted to add a few more things to that like I always thought, I don't know how this will come off sounding, but I always thought, we're a really good live band. Like, we're energetic. Yeah, yeah. People have said that we're an entertaining live band. Where, where is this heading? <laughs> well, no, that we're a really entertaining live band. But even though I love our albums, I always thought, you know, there was something more right. that we could have done. You know, well, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. You, Sean's always wanted to add more stuff, right? Which you ended up doing in the in the Novelero. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what that's yeah. what I mean. And then he joins the five piece band, but then has twenty people in the recording yeah, session. Yeah, yeah. Right? I was like, what? I think it was maybe my way of getting back at Sean. <laughs> Probably was, but I think I think Rod seen the light a little bit with these new recordings, and um, we couldn't stop him in the studio with like his little bleep bloops. I like keyboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah and and I so I mean. I think I, I'm, you know what, I'll just say it now. Uh, like, I love everything we did in the past because, you know, put our heart and soul into it and everything. There's things we could have done better. There's things we could have done worse. But this is definitely going to be the best recorded. Like how Rod said, thinking of what Duotang is, this is what, yeah, th this is going to be the duo. To, like, it's it's the best stuff. It's the best stuff we've ever done. Cool. I, I believe that. Well, that's, I mean, that's probably what you want to be doing, right? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't... Uh, and yeah. it just well, it came about because, like he said, we're, we were doing it for fun and the juices were flowing. Yeah. And, 
Yeah, I, I really didn't want to do a reunion or certainly another album, yeah. but I think Sean's right. The fact is we're very excited about these songs, so it just feels like the right thing to do for us. Okay. Whether anybody else cares. And well, what's cool about it too is like, you know, I think there was a couple of live reviews that came out, but the last one from Edmonton, and exclaim, the guy said, this isn't a reunion, this is a continuation. Okay. Right? Which is and what you're trying to do, right? Which is yeah, what we're yeah, trying exactly. to do, and I think... And, like, and it helps when half the people, like, you know, well, that'll be at the show in March, like, if, you know, the younger kids, they're not going to know who the hell we were anyways. Yeah. Maybe they'll know friends that knew who we were. Right. And everything, but... Or they know the opening band. Or they, they know the... Yeah. But, but, like, I mean... So, I mean, and there def- there'll be people who know us there, too, but, I mean, yeah, it's it's... It's a continuation, and, and we're, we're just having fun with it. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were lucky the first time. We're even luckier the second time to like, get to do this, make a record, and have it be your favorite record. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, the it's people good. who have heard it tell you, like, honestly, this is the best stuff you guys have done. That's I right. remember Starship saying that about We Built the City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be a famous last word. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Of course he has to say it. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, okay, I hate you. Yeah. Well, how do you, how do you restart? I mean, not restart. I know it's a continuation, as you said, but I mean, after, after this long, without playing shows, without recording, is it, I mean, music is obviously very different than it was, you know, 15 years ago. But, you know, even 10 years ago, right, it's completely changed. The music right? business? So how do you, how do you restart? I mean, how, what's, the, what's the, even the entry point for you You're guys? You're right. Like, I mean, we don't know that either. It, okay. like, <laughs> just, I, we seriously feel like Rip Van Winkle. We just woke yeah. up under a tree yeah. and it's like, oh, okay, let's start again. And well, we have no idea what's going That on. thing called the internet? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, how do we, who, who do we call to get, you know, get an interview with the weekly? Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, there yeah. are no weeklies. There are no weeklies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, like, um, we've, we're, we've, we're, trying to figure that out and we're lucky that we have a lot of friends that um that kind of guide us and okay. are helping us along the way now and then hopefully in the in the near future we'll have people who will be able to help us but yeah it's it's completely like i mean even applying for conferences and stuff like that like okay your your web page rod in the first application we sent to some festival rod used wikipedia <laughs> Right, like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a web page. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. used Wikipedia. When like, I told him that, it was just silence on the other end of the phone. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's like you used Wikipedia, dude. Well, you know, it's like, uh, but getting a Facebook together. I know yeah. for a week, I st- I started an Instagram page, and I've I've kind of veered off on, but it was like all I was doing was going to friends. Of friends and adding them is yeah. like well this is like the more people that like you the more is like really I gotta get a bunch of strangers to like me to so I can be successful. It, it's such a of- different world now. Like it, I don't know. I, I was thinking a bit about this because um, when we started, uh, there was almost a sense of pride when it was something that people didn't really know, and now it's everything's based on how yeah. popular. Yeah. Oh yeah. It is. Likes it's totally, and wow. it's completely yeah. the opposite of yeah. what it used to be. It's yeah. really bizarre. Well, something that's, I mean, uh, like, I'm in my mid-30s, right? So, I mean, I'll be younger than you guys, but uh, I, I remember playing hey. in bands. And, <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. I remember playing in bands, uh, you know, even when I was a kid, and, you know, doing DIY tapes and photocopying everything and, you know, all that stuff, recording with a, you know, tape deck in the middle of the room and all that stuff, yeah. and being super pumped about it. And now I kind of see a lot of bands, not, not everybody, but I see a lot of bands, they make a website, they make a Facebook, Instagram, Bandcamp, all this stuff. They've never played a show yet. They haven't yeah. recorded anything and they already have yeah. t-shirts for sale. Yeah. And they have, and it's just like a crazy, it's like the, the uh, marketing is almost like superior to the actual 
Yeah. Music now. I don't. It's, it's such a different world now. It's, it's bizarre. Now I just sound like I'm old, but it's true. It's it's very. It's, it's almost opposite. Yeah. The way it used to be. Is there a beer in there? No. <laughs> So do you have, I mean, like, I remember looking for a Facebook page, and there was, like, a placeholder Facebook page kind of thing where it leads to the links to the Wikipedia page. We, we've so you're, <laughs> set one up now. Yeah. It's just simply for applying to a festival or something. But, I mean, and again, it's the nice thing is we don't really care now. Like, right. We just, we want to do this album because we like the music, and uh, we're very honored to have somebody who wants to put it out, which is amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. And we'll live up to our uh, obligations to do what we have to do for them so they're not wasting their time. Right. But otherwise... This is about as all that we really want at this point. Yeah, right. but, but, you get to play, but, you get but I mean, here, yeah. but I mean, the fact of the matter is, is too, that if we do want to play some conferences to go out of, t- you know, or whatever, we do have to start the. You need like, a lot we've already done it. We got to get the Facebook page done. We got, you know, we, you know, we talk to each other weekly about, okay, did you start this? Did you like? <laughs> which I said like when we were before we recorded, like we were lucky that we it just happened really fast for us, and now. We're older and we have all these other things that we got to take care of, but yeah, you know. But it's also exhilarating, like it's exciting at the same time. But yeah, it's 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 just kind of it's kind of weird. Yes, yeah. that's, that's that's all. Well, I guess the the follow up question to that is, uh, I mean, you know, even a record coming out is, uh, does the way that you would release this change from how you would have done it before? Because I mean, good question. We don't know. Kind of your hands to uh, yeah. folks putting it out, and, and that'll be interesting because they probably have a lot of different ideas. Yeah. Because you know, I see, see a lot of people now not even releasing physical albums at all, or just well, everything using, comes you know. around, right? Because I know the one thing that we care about is we're getting vinyl. Yeah, yeah. that was one yeah. of the main things. And, it's, yeah. it's, and we never, and we, and we didn't do, and we never had vinyl. Wait, those were just CD only, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, we never had vinyl from the last three albums, yeah. but now we're taking, we're using a, a form of music, like you know, that from the '60s and, and '70s, and that was the first thing vinyl. Oh, of course, of course, yeah. you need vinyl, right? So it's weird how. Everything comes around, but um, yeah, it, it'll definitely be different because it'll be like th- that. We were talking to someone about that before. They were like, "Okay, well, we're talking to a friend who's in the music industry. He's like, well, are you re- release? Is the label releasing it internationally?'" Yeah. It was like, "Well, we don't know yet," but he's like, "Well, it would be better because, like, I mean, what was he saying?" I don't know. He lost me. Is <laughs> like international because before you could release an album here. Yeah. And then it could be released six months later right. in Europe, right? But now everything's digital. You release it here. It's immediately. Yeah. It's immediately, yeah, everywhere, right? Yeah. So, it's, so, yeah, we're learning a bit about how things are released because of the digital age, right? Yeah. Everything's accessible right away. So before it would be better to maintain your international rights. Right. Now it's better for them to have rights everywhere so they could, yeah. It's, it's just, yeah, we're learning. <laughs> I learned that. He doesn't even remember. <laughs> does uh, this is just a weird thing I thought of? Uh, does the name does, does Duotang like make sense to people outside? Of, is it a Canadian thing? Yeah, it is. Because yeah, I, I, I remember reading things in the states and they're like, "That's the stupidest name yeah, ever," yeah. and which it is. But they didn't get the, <laughs> that it was actually a binary. Actually, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. thinking that too. A couple was like, if I had to do it over again, <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what new name? Yeah. 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 Well, I guess you got a pun in the name, right? The Duo thing. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was a terrible name, but we didn't care. It was. It was I've never thought about. I've never thought like that before. You know. What I think the, the worst process of being in a band is thinking of a name. Oh yeah, it's absolutely terrible. Well, and if you get stuck stuck with something you don't like, you're, you're stuck with it. It's, yeah. or, or, or you just get stuck with the name that your bassist girlfriend came up with. <laughs> 
<laughs> is that the origin of this one? <laughs> yeah, I think it was, yeah. And I think she was being facetious. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you're, you're rambling it? Yes. Do, okay. Yeah, why don't you just call it Duotang? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, we're going to Toronto? Okay, we're Duotang. <laughs> yeah, 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 let's go do this festival. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much how it happened. Well, it's, I mean, it's a unique name, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, actually, you know what? There is a, someone else called Duotang. No. There is a band with, with a hyphen. It's a French band, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Because I was looking, you know, like we're all looking on Facebook. Hey, do they have a Facebook page? Oh, yes. Oh, no. That's. <laughs> this one's in French. This is not. See? <laughs>
you have a show coming up. Uh, yeah. What can you tell me about the show? Where, where can people find out? Uh, where can people see you, I guess? Uh, we're playing at the Goodwill on March 24th, which is the Thursday before uh, Good Friday. Bad okay. Thursday. Bad yeah. Thursday. Bad Thursday is cool. Yeah. And um, the Goodwill, yes, I mentioned that. And we're going to be uh, playing with a few friends, okay. uh, some friends on horns, and a special guest from a fellow that used to play with us a long time ago. Um, that's about, oh, and we're playing with the Zorks. They've and been on the show too before. They're, they're yeah, playing, yeah, like yeah, yeah, they're quite good. And and um, DJ Rob Villar. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I asked him to come and, and do it. He was because he used to come to our first shows, and uh, and I've, I've always liked what Rob does. So yeah, we asked him right away, and yeah, I asked him right, and yeah, he he's on board. So cool. So that's the Zorks and Rob Villar, March twenty fourth at the Goodwill. We're gonna have we're gonna be playing a lot of new stuff. But we're still going to be playing some like old favorites, yeah. you know. Probably half and half. Uh, yeah, and a uh, couple of seems like a few covers now or something that we're yeah banding so. about. Cool. So and there'll be guests with us on stage, and I think it'll be a good night. So everybody should come on down. Yeah. Is that leading up to more shows too coming up in the not future? For, not well, yeah, but uh, there's not the going to be many until probably the album comes out. We okay. might do a few shows over the summer, okay. but mainly uh, wait until hopefully September. I mean, that's the goal, but. These things always kind of yeah, fall yeah. off the rails a bit. But yeah. if it comes out in September, then we'll probably do more shows in the fall. Okay. And yeah. touring and stuff as well, or just yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. We'll probably do like we'll probably set up some stuff like um, west and east, just a couple of shows, like do north by northeast yeah, or yeah. something, do something in Vancouver, Montreal, and uh, like kind of let people know there that we're back or whatever. Just okay. do some legwork. Then when the album comes out, we'll do a proper tour. And then see where it takes us, and do festivals, and hopefully maybe we can, you know, travel places we've been or haven't been before, and, cool. and uh, on, on the strength of the album. And then we'll just see what happens there, right? Maybe we'll be sick of each other again. <laughs> Take another 10, 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, well, what's the best? Day? I mean, if someone you know hears this because you know it's a podcast, it's kind of available in perpetuity online. Right. So if someone hears this after the show's happened, uh, what's the best way for them to find out more about you? Like. What do they do? We have a Facebook page, just Duotang on Facebook. Uh, we have Instagram, Duotang Band. Uh, you know, you can go Rod's route and just look up Wikipedia. <laughs> um, and uh, we don't don't have a website yet. We've been banned. Like, I mean, it's like, do we need a website? Do we not? It's like, we'll probably get one of those. But or they can go to CBC if they want to hear cuts from the album. Oh yeah, and the CBC Music. Go thing, to CBC yeah. Music. There's cool. like about. 15 tracks there from the old stuff from the old stuff yeah, yeah. and, and cool. so I mean but yeah we're really really excited about the new stuff and um, I don't know what's your favorite song so far so far yeah. uh, well probably the mentors I think yeah that's good that's the that's that's I'll say that's the one that we called spoon okay <laughs> cool doesn't sound like spoon but it, it, something it, about it yeah something about it did at the start I think you know and that's another thing too I think just as, as time changes, like, I mean, compression of things, like, it, like before I think I would have been crashing all over the place, yeah. and now it's just keeping it steady, thinking, you know what, maybe we can add a little maraca to this, or oh, cool. we can okay. do, the, you know, or, or a little piano, we'll just add this, instead of making it boom, right? right. Like, right. So, I mean, and he's really good at that, so, I mean, so, yeah, but, um, yeah, that's about it. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Well, if people uh, want to hear more episodes of this show, they go to wishpolice.com, click on podcast. There's 
at this point 170 something episodes they're all there free download and streaming awesome. uh, you can also check us out on UMFM on Monday nights at 11 those are kind of extra not extra episodes but past episodes getting a second wind which is kind of cool because uh, you know we interview someone whenever and then a few months later here it is again we can we can re-promote that band they can kind of use it to, cool. to also promote themselves again yeah and uh, we're part of the garbage chill podcast network which is just a very 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 loose collective of people doing this essentially on different topics i mean i do a music show but there's i mean it's a thing now everyone's doing diy radio and awesome people do you know comic book shows hockey shows whatever and, and, a- and see that is okay i remember talking to our agent a few years ago our old agent and he was uh, the agent for by Div- uh, not by divine right for broken social scene. Okay, and we we're talking when I brought up we- earlier like the weeklies and you know yep. he's like yeah you guys got a lot of press. He's like the thing is I remember him saying like bands sell records nowadays, but not as nearly as much as they used to. Yeah, but because of like podcasts like yours and like and because of the internet. Okay, well if someone likes a band or likes their website or, 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 or their their web their Facebook page. Well they're friends with someone that they don't even know a yeah. lot of the social butterflies like in Lethbridge, right? Totally, yeah. So they'll like say they like this band and then some you know, someone one of their friends from Lethbridge is like, Well they're coming to town. Yeah. Right? I'm gonna go check out he was like, I could have broken social scene on the road three hundred and sixty five days a week uh, a, a year. Yeah. Right? And that's how bands are making their money now and becoming bigger. Like would you ever think that like a band like Arcade Fire would win Grammy yeah, of be, the yeah, year? Yeah, not, not like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I mean it's it's such it's such a weird time too because there's such crap yeah, out crap out yeah. there. But then there's like these good bands that are actually making strides and, yeah. and doing well as yeah. you know what I mean? It's like they've filtered it on and there's bands that can that we like to Play the MTS Center. Yeah, where in yeah. our day there weren't. For right? sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's right. that's well, I don't point. think it's actually that different. It's just kind of a different medium because I mean, like I used to write for Uptown. Now I do this. Yeah. You know, it's like no, uh, it's right. the same idea basically. It's just right. but but it, yeah. but it's instant because like nobody would get Uptown in Victoria. Right. So I'm, someone could find this easily someone online. Someone could find yeah. this yeah. easy. Hear this interview. Yeah. And then, oh, guess what? This band's coming to town this week. Let's check them out. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it just grows, yeah. right? Like I mean, so that's good. Like that's why. Thanks for guys like you and shows like yours that, that do this, and you know we'll take as va- advantage of it all we can. <laughs> all, all we can. Yeah, you know. So, but yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks again for having oh, me. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah. well, thank um, you people should check out the show. It's the twenty fourth. Is that right? Yeah, twenty fourth. Goodwill. Yeah. Yes. And uh, we'll have uh, links to all of that on our page too, so people can you know if they want to be reminded of when the show is, they can click on that. They'll be awesome. Awesome. Thank so, you. That's yeah. great. Well, thank you. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Ready? Nice and peppy. Bombed by the broken homes and foul play Maybe that's the rhyme or reason why We came to call ourselves a bastard fight well, Johnny, I was felt he had no work Jimmy's not cheated from speed for his birth
Faster! 